It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Time now to talk with BYU's new quarterback, Jake Retzliff, uh, of course, a member of the BYU football program, recently enrolled in school at BYU. We'll talk about his journey getting to BYU as well as what he is making of the BYU football program, at least early on in his tenure with the Cougars. It's all ahead on today's edition of Locked on Cougars. You are Locked on Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. Thank you for making Locked On Cougars your first listen every day. Always appreciate you guys checking out the show. We are your only daily podcast focused on all things BYU, so thank you for making some time to join us. Today's title sponsors are friends over at LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs help you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, time to welcome in now a new BYU quarterback, Jake Retzliff, a transfer in from Riverside Community College down there in Southern California. Jake, thank you for taking some time. How are you, sir? I'm doing good, Jake. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Okay, so I, let's get this out of the way right off the top. You've played at two different junior colleges during your time in Southern California. I believe it was Golden West College, is that correct? And then Riverside? Uh, yeah. Well, explain. I think BYU fans are probably interested. Okay, you're a junior college guy. What made you take that route versus maybe playing at another university at the D1 level? So for me, uh, I graduated high school in 2021, and that's when big COVID hit. Mm -hmm. And um, COVID basically killed all of my classes recruiting. Uh, Basically, when they gave every other class that COVID year, that ended up combining my class with the 2020 class because we didn't get that year. So all, all recruiting was shot and uh, any leads I had just kind of fizzled away. And so it was like, well, time to bet on myself and go junior college route. So you go to two different junior colleges, and I, I so I actually married into a Southern California-based family, and when they heard there was a guy coming from Riverside Community College, they're like, hey, that's, that's pretty awesome to have a guy come in from the California JUCO ranks. What made you decide I want to go to uh, Golden West and then ultimately transfer to Riverside? Um, Golden West was a great opportunity for me. They run a they run a fun offense, yeah. and um, the offensive coordinator over there, John Ship, uh, is actually a, a family friend. Uh, okay. My dad coached him in college, and then coached with him afterwards, and and so that that was a smooth transition, um, and it was pretty easy uh, to work with him because we just know him so well. I worked with him in quarterback training when I was little and stuff like that. So. So Coach Chip is a great guy, and he's definitely helped me develop into the player I am today. So I'm grateful for that. Now, you go to Riverside this past season, just absolutely lighted up. Your first game, I believe, was 529 yards passing and six touchdowns. You end the year with almost 4,600 yards total passing, 44 touchdowns against 14 interceptions. Uh, I guess help Cougar fans understand, what are your chief strengths you feel like as a quarterback? As a quarterback, uh, I I feel like I see the field well. Um, other than that, I, I pride myself on being really accurate with the football and being, and being on time. Um, you know, 
things things where the extra stuff is like the the arm angle stuff and if anybody's watched my tape out there they've seen that um i love to play around with arm angles uh it comes from my baseball background okay. playing shortstop and running across the diamond and throwing the ball all different directions and so so uh i definitely helped me develop into a more dynamic athlete um and you know just just i think a special ability i have is just i can improvise um and that comes along with those arm angles i could run left right backwards any direction i could still get the ball out and uh so that definitely helps me especially when i'm getting in trouble well i, I was watching your highlights and i noticed your arm angle you can throw it essentially you can go sidearm you can go over the top you've got that ability so you played baseball growing up and that's helped you develop that then yeah, baseball is what I credit that to. Um, you know, I played baseball, basketball, and football growing up, okay. and uh, I, I think that was the best thing for my development as an athlete is playing three sports. And so uh, that really, I think baseball is what I would credit those arm angles to. Now, uh, obviously, you're a member of the BYU football program. Uh, I know that Aaron Roderick, the offensive coordinator, has been there for quite some time. As you've probably noticed, has developed two guys. Uh, one's in the NFL right now, and with Jaron Hall, you have Zach Wilson already there. Jaron Hall looks like he's on his way. How attractive was that to you when you were being recruited by BYU? I mean, the quarterback history doesn't end there, and you know that as well as I do. And and so BYU really, to me, is, is QBU. And so um, when when they started recruiting me and stuff like that, it was, it was really exciting for me because you just you just know what comes around this uh, this facility and, and the standard of quarterbacks is really high, and, I, and I'm going to embrace that fact. And, and so I'm really excited because, you know what, all I got to do is, you know, listen to A-Rod. He's done it before, and uh, he can develop me into a next-level athlete. And so it's it's just exciting. Now, you obviously got probably built a pretty good relationship with him. Uh, when you see what BYU does on offense, uh, do you feel like it's, it's tailor-made for what you want to do, or do you feel like Aaron Roderick's got the capability of making sure this offense fits your strengths? I mean, this offense is so quarterback-friendly. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's another reason it's so attractive to a quarterback. Um, and, and just the stuff we do, the way we play is just – it's – it's it's quarterback friendly and so quarterbacks really find ways to succeed in it and uh that's just you know this offense i i imagine coach roderick you know he caters to his quarterbacks a little bit here and there and makes makes tweaks here and there and and so i'm excited to see those but this base offense is special and uh it's really exciting to be a part of now you're coming in here keaton slovis is also signed in this class as a grad transfer from the university of pittsburgh as well as uh, formerly of usc uh how excited are you to compete with him as well as the other guys on the roster? Cade Fennigan, Soljay, all the other guys on the roster at quarterback. Yeah, I've met all those guys. They're all great guys. And so it's going to be fun. You know, we're all going to push each other in the offseason and uh, get better collectively. So it's definitely going to be fun. Those are all great guys. You know, we've already been in the quarterback room together making jokes and having fun. So it's definitely going to be a fun spring. And uh, I can't wait to go out there and ball. And we're all going to make each other better at the end of the day. Now, I want to talk a little bit more about your background. We'll get to that here in a moment. I do need to get a word in. As I mentioned, our title sponsors today is our friends over at LinkedIn Jobs. Uh, Talk about them for just a moment here. But as a small business owner, hiring manager, all of us out there know that success in 2023 will depend on the team members that you surround yourself with. As Jake was talking about just there with BYU. Same thing with your job out there in Cougar Nation. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs, my friends. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can hire qualified candidates more efficiently by matching open roles with people who have the skills, values, and experiences to help you achieve your 
goals. They help you find, uh, excuse me, they help you find and attract qualified candidates to your open jobs with targeting tools. They will go beyond the resume data by using insights from your job post company and their 875 million member profiles to put your post in front of the most qualified candidates. The best part is they'll help you identify the most qualified candidates on LinkedIn jobs and then connect you with them for fast and for free. They make it easy to screen and rate your applicants based on your job qualifications all on one platform. It's an all-in-one tool, my friends. That's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs is help you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right. uh, Continuing on now with Jake Retzlaff here, BYU quarterback. And Jake, uh, when it comes to... uh, playing for BYU. Uh, you growing up in Southern California, you mentioned the fact you already you consider BYU to be QBU, but you grew up in the shadows of, of programs like UCLA, USC. What did you know about BYU growing up? Uh, you know what? Not a lot, to be honest with you. Um, and neither did I know a lot about SC. I mean, SC was down the street, but, you know, growing up was post-Reggie Bush for me. And so, you know, you hear about the legends of USC, but, you know, I never got to see it. You know, there's not a lot of success around USC when I was growing up. And so I was looking at uh, elsewhere, you know, trying to watch football teams in the SEC and, and stuff like then Big 12 and, and Big 10. And so... Uh, Pac-12 football was always fun to watch, but SC I never got to see, and and I did not know a lot about BYU. But kind of coming through coming through the ranks in high school, I started learning more about them, and then you know seeing quarterback play from BYU quarterbacks, you know, dating all the way back, you know, and so and so yeah. Once I once I learned about it, you know, I couldn't take my eyes off of it. So, uh, obviously, BYU is going to be a member of the Big 12. You said you grew up watching the SEC, the Big 12, these Power 5 conferences. Uh, is, that, is that what you always aspired to do, is to make the jump to the Power 5 level? Yeah. I mean, I mean, coming up through high school, you know, I wanted to play at the highest level I could play at. And, uh, you know, I believed in myself. And so, uh, that's a big part of taking the Juco route, is, you know, you believe in yourself and you're betting on yourself at the end of the day. And so... Uh, playing Power Five has always been a dream of mine, and I know that there's a lot of opportunity in the Power Five. And and if I get my shot, I'm not going to let it go to waste. Now, uh, obviously, you went to a Corona Centennial High School down there, if I'm not mistaken. That's one of the powerhouses in Southern California. And uh, you you talk about the fact that COVID hit and just wiped out your senior year. I've actually got a, a, a nephew of mine who is of a. a closer age to yours. He actually, I think he might be the class behind you. And he had a similar circumstance where they had an entire season essentially wiped out. How difficult was that to, to deal with that? And just to, like you mentioned, watch all of your recruiting essentially evaporate overnight seemingly. Yeah, it was tough. And, and I'm not going to sit here and be like, you know, it was easy and, mm-hmm. and we kind of waltzed through it. That's not what happened. It was, it was a grind, honestly. And, and we were still showing up to school and working out with like, with ridiculous COVID measure, measures, you know, working out with masks on and stuff like that and social distancing and everything. But, uh, and it was a grind. It really was because, you know, you go out there and you work your butt off and then, 
you have no idea if you're going to have a game in two months, you know? And, yeah. and so it just kind of kept going and it kept going where it was like, all right, we might start, you know, later, we might start even later. Okay. Now we're not going to start then. All right. We might start spring and then spring comes around. It's like, okay, not January, February, like, you know, keep going. <laughs> and so, you know, we did end up getting a season thankfully, but, but it was definitely a grind. And, and, you know, me and my buddies, you know, we just kind of put our head down and worked hard, you know, as, as looking back on it now, I'm, you know, I'm proud of those guys, uh, proud of my teammates for being able to stick with the grind. And that senior class really is a special class because we got through it. You know, we got through a global pandemic. We still played five football games in a season. And, um, you know, despite what we had to go through, uh, it just kind of shows to the, the mental toughness around you know, seniors in my class and, and really what we had to go through, it wasn't easy. And, and, you know, we're all better for it now and uh, thankful for, you know, any opportunities that came of it. Yeah. And I, I, I the thing about it, let me just on a personal note, I, I commend anybody who dealt with that. I dealt with that. I, I obviously work here doing sports media here in Utah and everything. And uh, we sitting, I remember throughout that entire summer leading up to the 2020 football season, <laughs> weren't 100% certain what it was going to look like. And BYU, to their credit, was able to grind out 11 games. You probably watched uh, some of that season with Zach Wilson doing what he did. It was a really, really weird time. That's I think that's the least I can say about that. Just one of those crazy things. But you also mentioned the fact you grew up playing baseball and basketball. You're a well-rounded athlete. Uh, What drove you to say that, you know what, football is my my ticket? Uh, I think it's just how I developed, um, you know, Colonel Centennial coming through, uh, the basketball team was also really good. I was on a basketball team that was number four in the country. And ever since then, they've only gotten better. Uh Um, and, and so kind of coming up on that team is I wasn't going to be a Duke commit basketball player. And so, um, I realized that I was good enough to hang. I was good enough to, you know, go practice and work my butt off. Um, but when it came down to, to giving up basketball, which was really hard for me, it, it was like it was the beginning of baseball season because all the seasons overlap slightly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, it was like I got a starting job at shortstop over there on the baseball team. And I'm here like I love I love bas- basketball so much. Like I got basketball shoes here and, and a ball. And I know people don't want me to play probably <laughs> so much, but maybe I'll just, you know, stay on the perimeter a little more and shoot more instead of doing the more physical things. But, but yeah, yeah. Um, those guys across Centennial are ballers and coach Josh Giles is amazing. And so, but and it was hard to move on and I did. And I moved, and that's kind of when I gave it up at the, at the uh, middle of my junior year and moved on to baseball and, and baseball was really fun for me also. Uh, you know, at Centennial, we didn't have a ton of success, mm-hmm. uh, but I had a lot of fun and, and I had a good amount of success. Uh, and at the end of the day, it was like, we're a powerhouse in football and not so much in baseball. And that's kind of where my recruiting was at in, in football. And, and, if I focused all on baseball, uh, maybe I would have got recruited, maybe not. But I, I knew that my cards were good in football and uh, scholarships are available in football. And that's kind of what it is at the end of the day. It's getting to college, getting that degree in baseball. They don't have full scholarships uh, and football does. And so, you know, football is where the money's at. And um, <laughs> not that, I'm, you know, I'm crazy about the money, but I'm crazy about the game, too. Sure. You know, yeah. Well, you, you talk about that, like how, how you have to find your own your own path. And obviously, in this day and age of collegiate athletics, NIL is part of this. And obviously, they have the Royal Collective that they just announced to BYU. Uh, I'm, I'm quite excited about that, to have an officially endorsed uh, collective working with BYU Athletics. Uh, how much do you expect to be involved with the NIL circuit, et cetera, at BYU? Uh, you know, I'm just grateful for whatever comes my way. 
Um, you know, being a quarterback, we get a lot of attention. We, we get all the credit and all the blame at the same time. So, you know, uh, the highs and the lows, I'm looking forward to the highs, but I'm trying not to get too high on it and try not to get too low on the lows as a quarterback. You know, we got to stay level-headed. Uh, people say it, but it's, it's it's so true. And that's what Coach A-Rod does really well is he's never up and down. He's always super level-headed. Um, and that's kind of going to be my approach to all this. And, and I'll be grateful for whatever comes my way, and I'll take advantage of the opportunities in my platform. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to, to all the good stuff that comes with being a BYU quarterback. Now, you talk about the fact that you like to hoop. Uh, you didn't hear it from me, but I know there's some pretty legendary runs that have happened with coaches and players over the years in that program. So don't be afraid. If you, if you want to play, you can find games down there. I can assure you. So. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll keep my ears open for any uh, competition like that. Probably not in the season time, but yeah. you know, maybe off-season. Now, 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 you haven't been at BYU that long. You enrolled here for winter semester, so it's just been a, just about a week or so, just maybe over a week of you being enrolled in school. But what have your impressions of BYU been so far, being in Provo, getting situated, etc.? It's an amazing place. I mean, I think my favorite thing to do so far is when I'm driving to school or walking around campus just to look up and see those gorgeous mountains just right on top of you. You feel like you got to lean back to look at them. Um, and it's just spectacular. And and uh, I didn't know that it was going to be so beautiful out here, especially during the winter time with the snow caps on the mountains. And um, and uh, one thing I've had to do that I've never had to do is scrape some ice off my car in some snow. So <laughs> that's the first for me coming from SoCal. I was like, I called my dad. I was like, Dad, how do you do this? Like, you know, like, uh, <laughs> do I let it melt? Do I scrape it off? What do I do? And so, uh, you know, I, I figured it out and I got myself a little, you know, a little tool to figure that out. But, um, but no, everybody here, spe- it's just, it's spectacular facilities, spectacular area, spectacular people all around, you know. Uh, so I've received nothing but a warm welcome. And so I'm excited to get going. Uh, obviously, uh, you're going to be picking a degree program at some point, I'm sure, in the relatively near future. Have you thought about what you will be studying at BYU? Uh, you know, it's a bit, you know, major's been a tough decision for me. I've been undecided. I'm a little shaky on what I want to do, but I'll probably head into the business world just because the program here is so amazing and I've heard only good things about it. Very cool. Okay, uh, so tell me a little bit more about your, your family dynamic. You mentioned the fact you called your dad about the ice scraper. And trust me, you're not the first or the last athlete who will move here and do that. Trust me, I'm married. To, my wife is from Orange County, so not too far away from you. Uh, and I'm, and she's, she talked about the very same thing. When she got to BYU, she was like, what is this ice on my car and how do I get rid of it? So, yeah. But yeah. Tell, me, tell me a little bit more about your, your family dy- dynamic down there in California. Uh, yeah, so um, I got two brothers, and both my mom and my dad. And uh, growing up, my dad was a football coach uh, for you know a little over two decades, and so I, I grew up on a football field and around competition. Um, speaking of competition, my mom was a tennis coach. Uh, so when I wasn't on the football field, I was around the tennis courts okay. and uh, you know running around there. So it, I kind of grew up around a college campus and. Um, grew up around sports and so sports has always been huge in my family and and some people we think we care about it too much and we just love it so so and so I got an older brother who's two years older than me who was my leading receiver this year at RCC yeah um he had a he had a crazy year um and I got a little brother who's a junior at Centennial right now okay. uh he's playing football and baseball there uh, he's a little. He's a linebacker. Right. Uh, my dad appreciates that because he's a defensive guy and he's finally got one. <laughs> and so, like, great. You know, you don't like touchdowns. That's that's your problem, not mine. <laughs> but but yeah, you know. And 
so we have a lot of fun in our house and a lot of teasing, a lot of competition. You know, we grew up playing on our, you know, strictly sports video games because we always wanted to beat each other or something. Uh, so, yeah. And so your, yeah. your, I almost be why you fans I think are very rare. Your older brother Reggie, obviously, your leading receiver at RCC. Uh, is there any hope of him coming to BYU? Maybe, maybe I don't know. You know, he's gonna he's gonna finish that spring semester at, at RCC, and you never know what can happen in the summer. And huh? you know, I'd love to play with him here. Uh, I think he'd fit in, but at the end of the day, you know, it's up to the coaching staff and see see what he wants to do. All right. It'd definitely be exciting. All right, so I got a couple more questions before we round things out here, Jake. Uh, but I need to get one more word in on one of our great sponsors over here on the Locked On Podcast. And it's our friends over at Bet Online. They are your number one source for all of your sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from pro football to basketball, both the NBA and college hoops. If you're a BYU basketball fan, you can get on that action with our friends at Bet Online. They've got it all on their website. If you love sports podcasts just like this, you can find those on Bet Online as well. They are the fastest and the easiest way to get all of your betting information now. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. That's Bet Online, where the game starts. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you once again for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. I want to encourage you guys to make sure you check out Locked On College Basketball. It's your one-stop shop for all the news on the college basketball scene out there nationally. Get it free and available wherever you get your podcasts, also on YouTube, uh, just like this show is. All right, uh, final stanza here with Jake Retzlaff, BYU quarterback. And Jake, your kid uh, who grew up in Southern California, did you grow up in Corona proper, or where did you grow up down there? Uh, so I grew up in Claremont, which is a really yeah. tiny city. Yeah. Um, you know, just, uh, you know, squished between, you know, Upland and uh, Laverne and, and around Pomona area, uh, you know, probably 30, 40, 40 minutes outside L.A. Okay. And then uh, when it came to high school, we, we moved up to Corona, you know, to go to school at Corona Centennial. So so that's where I've been the last, you know, six years. So Okay. I think most of our most of our listeners know that I'm a born and raised Utah boy, but I happen to marry into a family that's all from Orange County, Yorba Linda uh, to be exact. And I'm sure you're familiar with all of that area down there. But I, I've been through Corona a few different times. And you're, growing up there, were you a beach guy? What, what was your favorite thing to do growing up in Southern California? Man, SoCal... Uh, you know, the beach, it's hard to beat the beach. Yeah. You know, it's, it's it's one of the best things about California. That's why you people know, move there. The Come on now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The beach is just, it's amazing. It's a nice calming place, you know, to go retreat and uh-huh. just hang out, whether you're with a bunch of friends doing whatever or you're just hanging out down there by yourself. It's, it's a fun place and, you know, you get to relax and reset. It's a great, great reset button for me and for a lot of people. So, uh, obviously, you said you, you grew up around sports, that your parents were both co- coaches. Uh, what do you think about that? Like, w- did that give you, in your mind, in a way, I guess, a, I don't know, an advantage in some way, just having that you, you knew how to operate within a college environment and just you knew how to deal with coaches because your parents were, the, were coaches? 
Yeah, um, I got to give credit to my parents for, for making me the man I am today. Uh, and what they did better than, than anybody or me than I can appreciate or anybody else is, is they knew how to be parents and coaches. Okay. Um, I think a lot of parents like to be coaches. And, and my parents, you know, they always erred on the side of being parents first. And, and I can't thank them enough for that. Um, so whether I, was, you know, did bad in a game, it was, we get in the car, it's not like he's drilling me about the game. You know, we're like, all right, man, you know, keep your head up you're gonna get them next time they, they were really good at that they always stayed positive with me um i definitely heard it when i needed to hear it though uh them being coaches and my dad knowing what what was going on in the game and but it, it's kind of good that my my dad was a football coach and i became a football player because he really understood what i was doing uh so he wasn't you know hyper reactive to a lot of things and and i get my competitive nature my competitive drive straight from mom uh she'll go out and kick any's but anybody's butt no matter how big tall or small you are uh, you know, she was a uh, she kicked butt on the on the tennis court. You know, through her entire career. Well, and I I can understand that because tennis is it's very much an individual sport. You've got to have that mental fortitude to to grind through stuff like that. And I, I think that translates a little bit over to being a quarterback. You talked about earlier about you, you, as a quarterback, you get way too much of the blame, but also way too much of the credit in some ways when it comes to the results of these games. Do you feel like in some ways that helps you as you as you compete here for this starting job? Yeah, keeping that keeping that level-headed nature, like I talked about earlier, is really important. Don't get too high on the highs. Don't get too low on the lows. You know, if you play D-line, you can get really high on the highs because that's a that's an emotional position. But quarterback is not an emotional emotional position, very analytical position. And so, uh, the, you know, coming from where I came from is definitely going to help me and be be the best quarterback I can be. All right, uh, so I, I know with my connections to Southern California, there are go-to places that people love to eat down there. Where is Jake Retzlaff's favorite place to eat in Southern California? Oh, that's so tough. That is really tough. Uh, man, there's this Italian restaurant in L.A., okay. and I love Italian food. My mom's Italian. Um, they're called Maggiano's. Okay. It's a little bit pricey, like maybe a once a year thing, sure. but it's amazing. It's all you can eat Italian food if you get the family deal. And, and, uh, that place is amazing. Uh, other than that, I mean, SoCal's got so many great foods. Uh, you know, I was happy to see an in and out here in Utah. <laughs> I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if there was going to be one here, but, but there was. And so I was definitely happy about that. But, uh, man, go to spots. My buddy's got a great spot down in Huntington Beach uh, called Beals. It's a little Texas roadhouse place or Texas style barbecue, and that place is amazing. There's a bunch of those little nooks and crannies around there, and uh, you know, down especially like the OC area. Um, but yeah, I think those two are my, my first two. But that's a tough question. There's a lot of great food out there. You're gonna laugh. I've actually been to Beals. It's a fantastic spot. Wow, that's awesome. You know, <laughs> what's even better about that? It's uh, it's owned by a teammate's uncle of mine. So okay. it, so when he told me he had this place, I was like, all right, this better be good then, man. And so I went and I was blown away. And then the hospitality is amazing. Those guys are awesome. And so, they yeah, Beals is the spot. They know how to do it right. Yes, they do have the in and out up here in Utah. Utahns love their in and out. We're, yeah. So you, you, you'll feel right at home, I, I feel like, in some ways. But uh, last thing for me, Jake, is now that BYU is going into the Big 12, how excited are you to be a part of this program? Is they, they're starting a new era of football. Like Literally, this fall will be the first time they've been a Power 5 program. How exciting is that for you? It's it's uh, I can't put words to it how exciting it is. You know that's Power Five football. That's something different. You know BYU's been played at Power Five levels for a really long time, but but actually having that label and actually having that ability to compete for a conference championship 
and and not feeling like we have to be perfect to be respected you know mm-hmm. uh, that that's huge and so you know I can't wait to go out compete and it's going to be fun because every single week there's another team that could could knock you off easily at, you know mm-hmm. so you got to work your butt off to prepare for them and because you know they're doing the same thing and they got guys over there and you know we got guys over over here so it's going to be a lot it's going to be a lot of fun a lot a lot of high competition and so I'm excited for it now it's still a conference that's in flux Texas and Oklahoma are going to be leaving the conference at some point in the relatively near future but of the teams in the Big 12 that BYU is joining this conference is there one or two that you growing up like okay I have I, I would I would kill to be able to play a team like that is there one or two of those teams in the Big 12 man that's that's tough you know uh Baylor's a big one. Okay, they're they're a powerhouse. They're a really good football team. Um, I think we watched TCU play really well this year, yes, so that'll be a fun game. Also, I think those are two kind of games that are up there for me. Uh, and then, yeah, I think th- those are the big two that I'll be looking forward to. You know, every game is going to be a, a, a crazy game, though, so I'm excited for it. No doubt about that. We're looking forward to that. Schedule should be out relatively soon. We're hoping, fingers crossed, we'll finally find out where BYU will be playing, who they'll be playing, all that stuff. But, Jake, can't thank you enough for taking some time to join us here on Locked On Cougars and look forward to catching up with you down the road, all right? Thank you so much. Happy to be here. All right, there you go. Jake Retzlaff, BYU quarterback. A big thank you to him for joining us here. Big thank you to all of you out there in Cougar Nation for being part of Locked On Cougars. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. I want to encourage you guys now as you make your second listen, our friends over the Locked On Big 12 podcast. Get caught up on all of the news in the Big 12 conference. Uh, you can find that wherever you get your podcasts. It's also available on YouTube. So for Jake, I'm Jake. Have a great rest of your day. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.